You're listening to a podcast of Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam for Joy 94.9. Cam, we had a bit of a get-together on Saturday night. Yeah, well, some of us did. It was the it was the Checkpoint, our other, our other radio gig, our the award-winning award radio gig. Uh, just throw that in there. Correct. Um, it was our Christmas party. Yeah. Uh, that we were having. And we were waiting for your arrival. We were very excited you were going to come. Yes. We were, you know. you'd, you'd had the show during the day and I was going to come once uh, my yeah. husband got home from work. And uh, he got home from work and uh, I headed out. I was going to be a little bit late, you know, a, bit, a little bit later than I you had planned. But, you know, happens. it's a bit of a drive. No. Um, and I was only going to come for like a couple of hours because then I then have to drive back. And then I was about... Uh, the spot I told you where I was, maybe like a quarter of the way? Yeah. Yeah. About a quarter of the way there, going down the East Link, and my car started behaving strangely. Oh. Now, for those that know me, I've only had my license just over a year now. Um, I didn't get it until I was 30, because I, wait, 32, 31, because I didn't need it. I didn't, I didn't need my license, um, but I decided to get it, and so I've had very few experiences in my car in yeah. terms of um, stressful situations. Especially by yourself as well. And that's the big thing because, you know, driving, like, I drive a lot now on my own for my job, but um, nothing's ever really gone wrong. I've been harassed occasionally by people on the road, uh, like speeding, which we spoke about once before on the show. Um, but the car's always been fine. And then it started to splutter. And I was like, oh, no, because <laughs> I have literally no idea what to do in that situation because yeah. I've never been in that situation. Even, like, driving with Rowan as a passenger, our car's never had a problem. We've had, like, a flat tire once. Um, so the last time I think I was in a car that broke down was when I was maybe, like, 12 or 13 with my mother. Right. So I'm like, uh, 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 what do I do? What do I do? And so I'm in the far right lane. And I immediately go, I have to get in the emergency lane. That's on the left. So I start to try and cross East Link, which is pretty empty at this time. And I get into the center lane and my car basically just goes, put, put, stop. And it's like a warning things are coming on. I immediately go, I don't want the engine to blow up. So I turn it off. So I just go, that was my first thing. I'm like, if I turn off the engine, it won't explode. Is that a thing that happens? I don't know. This is my problem. Is like I have no. It was just their logic. Point of reference. Right Watched many James Bay movies. Yeah, like James Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. I was thinking about I don't know. James Bond and Michael Bay had a baby, <laughs> and it was horrific. Um, so like I did that, and then I like I was like hazard lights. Put on your hazard lights so no one runs into you. And then I immediately it was like I need to get out of the car. And so I got out of the car in the middle of Eastlink and just like ran to the side of the road and just stood there and just. Sobbed because I was like, "What do I do?" Aww, Thankfully, eventually someone came along and they helped me move the car into a hot tradie. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. And don't, <laughs> a hot tradie, a hot tradie came along and helped me move the car into the other lane. And then we eventually, like, I called my husband. We got someone to come and pick, like grab, pick up the car, like, tow the car back um, to us. And you know, we talked to the mechanic the next day, and he said a lot of car things at me, and I was like, "Yes." yes. <laughs> He's like, I can fix it. I'm like, okay, that's what I want to hear. Because immediately, like, also living in Frankston, you go, oh, no. Like, how do I 
get to work for the rest of the week. Like, I mean, there is a train. No, but like some of the train. places I have to go for work, there is really no public transport to get there. Sure. So, you just leave like a day early. So yeah, basically, right? <laughs> you're staying at work. Yeah, basically. basically. Hmm. So it was all that kind of stress. But the thing that like uh, really got me was like I felt like I was in the center of ruining a whole bunch of other people's day because as they're all coming up, they all start to drive past me and they're like glaring out their windows at you. And you're just like panicking about your car, not sure what to do. You've got these people glaring at you. And it's like that moment of, have you guys ever been in the center of something where like you're causing a disruption and you you don't know, you can't help but cause it like in what you do in that situation? I lol because you literally were in the center of the road. You were in the middle lane. Yeah. You're that jerk. <laughs> I tried not to be. <laughs> I was trying. Driving brings out the worst in people as well, though. Oh, oh yeah. especially if they're on a freeway and they suddenly have to <laughs> decrease their speed. They hate you. Have you ever been in cam situation before? Maybe your car's broken down in somewhere really uncomfortable. Uh, how do people react? Did they help you or were they mad at you? Still feeling the effects of the weekend? Get some big breakfast in ya. It's Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam. I would big breakfast on your Monday morning and uh, Cam had a very traumatic, eventful Saturday evening. Yeah, my uh, my car decided to have a splutter, splutter stop um, in the middle of the East Link. When I was trying to pull over to the emergency lane, I went to the emergency lane that was furthest from me pulled into the middle lane and then broke down. Um, and so had to, one, get out of the car in the middle of East Link and just dash to the side of the road. And then luckily uh, a good Samaritan came along and helped me move my car. But while we were moving it, I l- was getting the dirtiest looks from people. And I'm just like wondering about times where you've done something. I, why is it always the emotional music when this I talk? This isn't emotional. This isn't the super emotional one. Um, but yeah, like that time when you've done something and you know you've done something silly or stupid, but it's like kind of... Um, inconvenience other people and their reaction to you because I've ha- I've had other things like that happen before. And like also, you were on the side of the road sobbing. Like, do people not have souls to be like just so staring many, you? So many people drove past me and two people like tooted at me. Well, actually, if I, if I say that, Cam, my mum's messaged because um, oh. it's happened to her before. Ah. Uh, she said, try being the first car at the traffic lights, shutters and just stops, never able to start. <sighs> and people just aggro, blasting horns, like yelling... It's like as if you intentionally have that happen. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel like in that scenario, if I was like at the traffic lights, at least people behind me are stopped, so I'm not going to get hopefully hit. But I'd just wind down my window and start waving and just be like, yes, thank you. A queenly wave as well. (laughs) I've once or twice gone past someone who is like, they've got their hazards on at like a few cars back from the lights. And as I go past, I just wheel down my window. I'm like, are you okay? Like I'm that person, I'm like, do you need anything? And they'll always be like, no, I've called someone. And they're always so calm and collected about it, like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, okay, I'd be very panicked. Yeah. But they're always just really calm about the fact that they've, like, blocked traffic. Yeah, I had a message in from Andy as well. Yeah, Andy said, uh, morning, guys. Cam, I feel your pain when your car does this. Oh! Next time, just pull over to the side of the road. It will not blow up. Trust me. Put up your bonnet. Call for help anyway. Oh, no, help away from the car on your phone in a safe place. I've seen people get hit by cars trying to fix it on the motorway. So stay safe. Yeah. 
I think that was my main thing. I wanted to be as far away from the car as possible, so I like literally jumped out and just like ran to the side of the road. Hopefully, looking first. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> well, I had to wait because it was that like that time. East Link, that time in that spot isn't like bumper to bumper. Just playing. Yeah. So you just you <laughs> wait there for a second, and then it's like, okay, there's no cars coming. Quick, I'm gonna play Frogger, and like yeah. just jump across the road. <laughs> If you do that, actually. <laughs> On all fours as well. I'm mean, glad you're okay. I um, I don't really drive, so I haven't had that experience myself happen. Rach, have you ever had your car break down and, uh, in the middle of a busy area? I think in, no. You're lucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My car usually breaks down in my garage. No, it's my. I just have all of the, the warning lights on on my car at the moment, so I've been trying to fix my car, so it's in my garage with the bonnet up. And mm. it jumped off the jack the other day, so I'm too scared to go underneath it again, oh. let's be honest. It's so easy to be aggressive at people when that stuff happens, though. Yeah. I, I, I think it's really fair. I, I don't really understand it. I guess because I don't drive, I don't really <laughs> understand the road rage thing. Mm. But if I see a car stopped in the middle of the road... I'm like, oh, I hope they're okay. It's like that two seconds of inconvenience. It's like, oh, you've destroyed my life. Like, people get real intense about it. Yeah, people it. suck. I used to work in a call centre for public transport and, like, someone would get hit by a train and people would call up and go, well, I'm delayed by five minutes. It's not good enough. And you're like, mate, someone died. Like, people, yeah. just, people don't think about anything with themselves in those moments. It's yeah. really bad. In London, there's a specific code for when someone's been, like, jumped in front of a train. There's a code that goes out. And the Londoners all know this code. And so it, it, this code went out. There's like a code blue or something. But due to a code blue, this train is not running today. And you just hear all these people be like, oh, why they have to inconvenience us. And I'm just like... That is not the takeaway you should have from this. <laughs> that is a bad take. I remember once we were on a plane and a woman had a stroke and people were complaining as they like were taking her off the plane and were like, "Oh, we're going to be we're going to miss our connecting flight because of this woman." And I'm like, <laughs> "She's had a stroke. You're an idiot." Yeah, people are just so selfish in those moments. It's true. I have been the selfish one on the plane. We got delayed. We were sitting on the tarmac in the bus. <laughs> oh, was you? So they they made they took us to a bus. No, uh she was just hung over and she was just having a little vom and it's like, cool, she's fine. Just Oh, then just strap her in, tie a bag to her face and take off. Yeah. <laughs> People vomit all the time. It's totally fine. Yeah, no. But I was like, oh my God. But I literally only had like 20 minutes to get from one aeroplane to the next one and I was like, I'm going to miss my flight. This gave me a really vivid flashback, by the way, of my youth getting the Knight Rider home to Frankston and someone vomiting oh. on the Knight Rider. <laughs> oh. I remember Knight Rider worst. days. Yeah, absolute worst. I used to have to get it out to Doncaster to then like walk to Baldwin. Ugh. Have you ever been uh, in one of Cam's situations, have stuck you in a car, broken down? <laughs> yeah. Can I also ask, can you also just send in any like nightmare stories you have of being on the Knight Rider in Melbourne? Because that place was... <laughs> That place was Thunderdome. Yeah, we didn't have like enough time to go through all the nightmare stories. Because well, it doesn't exist rider. anymore. <laughs> oh, doesn't? Oh, of course, it's all, all night, it's night all transport night now. Public transport now. There's I thought no it still ran. It's like it? suburbs and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm too old. I don't go out past because it the goes same past time. train lines. It goes out to like Mornington Peninsula and stuff as well. So I'm pretty wow. sure it still runs. Yeah, oh. that's a really yeah. smart idea. <laughs> Let's not get the night rider. <laughs> yeah, just for the experience. Sponsored by PTV. Not really. This has been a Joycast of Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam for Joy 94.9. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher.